Dear Lord, let's impact another leader. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into the We Are Leaders podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Literally, you have joined a community where leaders are running through brick walls. Um, this is your life coach, Mike Jaja, where I believe in building leaders through faith principles. If you are tuned into this platform, you are declaring today that you are a leader. And I'm I'm such I'm ecstatic to have you. <laughs> I'm ecstatic to have you. Um, you see the title. Do not be afraid. I was writing a poem today after I got back from practicing slacklining. And if you've never been slacklining, it is this sport where there's this thin rope that you are required to balance on. And it takes intense focus. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that. But feel welcome to share this podcast. You know, I don't ask y'all to do anything. No donations, nothing. Just share this with another leader, a friend, a family member who needs this fuel. Okay. And so today, before we even get into today's message, I got a word and it's in Jeremiah. Okay. It's in Jeremiah. And I want to read this to you. Jeremiah chapter one. Open your books, open your apps, but whatever you do, don't turn off this podcast. (laughs) Open your book to Jeremiah. And in Jeremiah, we're going to start on four. Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee and before thou camest forth out of the womb I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations then said I ah Lord God behold I cannot speak for I'm a child but the Lord said unto me say not I am a child for thou shalt go to all That I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hands and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have Put my words in thy mouth. Mm, See, I have this day. I have set this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Let me tell you something. I'm going to stop here because before we get into that next portion, 
I just want y'all to notice how the Lord spoken to Jeremiah and told him, be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. We're talking about a Jeremiah that's scared, got placed in a position where it seems as though because of who he is. Right. This is a level of an example, prime example of insecurities because of who he is. Literally, he's incapable of conquering something that God has already conquered for him. And was going to once again conquer through him as a vessel. And I'm reminded how, you know, many times we're so afraid of life. We're so afraid of life. We're so afraid of people. We're so afraid of situations. We're so afraid of circumstances. We're afraid. We're afraid. And we're crying out like Jeremiah. And we're asking God, we're like, God, <laughs> I'm a child in this. I'm a child. I'm just getting started. Like, God, no, man. How am I going to do this? Like, me is me. It's job. It's my leader I'm around the globe. Like, how are we going to do this? I'm a child. I'm not as, as advanced as those people in front of me. I'm not as phenomenal as my friend, as my sibling. I'm not phenomenal. Like, God, what are you doing, Lord? Please. What are you doing? I can't stand up to this situation and this circumstance that I find myself in. I can't stand up to it. Don't we sound like that? I know many times personally I've been in situations where I'm like, God, look, man, this other person is more qualified than me to do what you're asking me to do. And, and it's crazy. Like on my mind right now, a situation popped up where uh, back when I was in Houston, there was a situation. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Can I speak on this, Lord? Thank you. Wow. Um, I was back in Houston. And this was before I went to New York. This was just when I lived in Houston. And I was at a Barnes & Noble on West Timer. And in that Barnes & Nobles, because I would always go, and I'm infatuated with books. This is when I used to read heavy. I'm always reading a new book, you know, just trying to piece nuggets in. You know, Barnes and Nobles was like a home to me. There's something about me holding on to a new book that just, eh. And so Barnes and Nobles would be a place that I would be at frequently. Barnes and Nobles, then I hop over to the Starbucks and get my cup of, my tall cup of coffee with the two honeys, you know what I mean? Almond milk and just ignite my, my caffeine crave for coffee. And read for hours and just educate myself but this this day particularly as I'm looking at books and, and I'm excited for a new book I see an individual in that Barnes and Nobles I see that dude just standing out because he is I can feel it in the spirit he just kind of he's on my aisle but he's lost like He's on a self-help aisle, right? That's one. 
you know, I'm in the self-help aisle because I'm always looking to better, better my, my, my psyche and finding, like, techniques I can use to help others as well. But, you know, not everybody's looking at it from that perspective. Uh, some people, like, you're at that self-help section, you know, you really, you looking for something. You need it now. You know, you may not even know God. You just need it now. You just need something. And so I end up talking to the person. And as I'm starting to talk to this person, this person's starting to get kind of, like, emotional. This person is really going through something, my leader. This person is really going through something. And I remember seeing uh, this this dude that is phenomenal online. You know, I'm not going to say his name, but, you know, this is, this is a millionaire. He's a millionaire. He's a motivational speaker. You know, I'm not talking about Eric Thomas. So don't, don't, we're not talking about him. But this is somebody else. Like, he's motivational. And it's like, ooh, this dude got money. This dude got money. And he be fired up all the time. And I'm like, yo, what are the likes that this person, you know, is at this Barnes & Nobles right now? He was at this Barnes & Nobles with his two sons. And so I call that guy over, you know. And I don't care if you have money or not. Like, I don't get uh, this level of starstruck. It don't matter to me. We're all human. We're all flesh. And so, yeah, no remorse. I call him up. I said, hey. Hey, you. Hey, come on, man. Come over here. This is, I, I, be, I just tell him, like, yeah, I believe that you are called to help this person. I believe you are. I'm like, I'm putting two, two together. This dude's in self-help. This dude needs motivation. What? A millionaire just came in here to give this man some money? What? This is the perfect opportunity for this millionaire to shine. Like, hey, he about to, I'm about to watch greatness. I'm about to watch greatness happen right in front of me, y'all. This dude about to be healed. He about to get some words. Ooh, he about to get the formula. Eee, I'm excited, y'all. I hope y'all excited for this story. And check this out. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. The motivational, you know, multi-millionaire starts to speak. He starts to speak. And I'm like, whoa, as I'm, as I'm listening to him. You know, you, you, you would think that I'm taking notes mentally. Like I got a, or just physically, like really taking notes. Like I got a notebook and I'm just standing back. Like I'm smiling. I see something, something strange takes place. Because I realized something happened in that moment where this person, um, based on the information, the person I'm helping, I was looking to help with, with telling me, you know, it was more of, it was more personal. It had nothing to do with business. You know, it had, it really had nothing to do with, it was very, it was something that he needed to be helped with on the, on the mental aspect and emotional aspect and all that, all that millionaire. And it's not all millionaires, you know? I believe in uh, being a multi-millionaire myself in the future, you know, if possibly a billionaire. I know, I know what to do with that money. Um, so I don't, I'm not talking down on anybody that has money. But what I noticed here was this, this, this multi-millionaire motivational speaker was like the information he was giving this person was all predicated on, on getting his money up. And I was mind blown because I'm like, wait, wait, we here to give this this man some words. You know what I mean? He needs he needs some exhortation right now. 
He needs affirmations. He needs a he needs a prayer. And what I realized is this dude, this this millionaire mentor, or a speaker rather, was giving him a solution that had nothing to do with what this man was actually going through. Like he was just talking about getting his money up, and I, and I was I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed because this individual would not empathize at all with what this person was going through. Like, he didn't even have time to listen, really, to be honest. He really wanted to get out of that that Barnes & Nobles. But it's like he didn't have time to listen and really really help this one person. And all he kept telling him was, you know, get your money up. That's why you down right now. You know what I mean? You ain't got your money up. You need to get your money. And I'm like, yo, I I, I hear you. You know what I mean? I hear you. But dang, and this is what I was just saying in my head. Like I hear you, but man, it's not even like the like this is this is a different <laughs> this is a different therapy session right now, you know. And I realized something, my leaders. I didn't believe that I was qualified to help this person because of. Me looking at the status of somebody else from a monetary position that was well well off than me. He must have the formula since he has the money. And I recognize the reason God sent me this man was because, Ja, you may not have multi-millions in actual cash. But you are you have billions when it comes to faith. You have a thing that is you can't put a price on it. <laughs> faith is no price tag on faith. You have a substance and a resource that can help this person right now. God spoke into my spirit after that whole debacle. And he he really convicted my spirit. He said, Jai, don't ever do that again. He said, I called you to speak to that man. What are you doing now? We are Leaders Podcast, right? Back then, I didn't have my podcast yet. What is the whole concept of the We Are Leaders? To build leaders through fake principles. Like, Jai, I was I was helping you at that moment. Like disciple somebody. Like they needed the the meal of faith. They needed that. But you were so caught up in like what Jeremiah was saying. Lord, I'm a child. Afraid of who I've called you to be. Afraid. I was afraid, my leaders. Coach Ja at that point in time was afraid and insecure. Not knowing the power in which I possess through Jesus Christ. What does our verse say? Jeremiah chapter 1. Starting on 5. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thee camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Come on. Be not afraid of their faces for I'm with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. I'm with thee. I'm with you. Ja, I was with you in that moment. 
I was with you. You had nothing to worry about. I'm with you in your fate. And you sent this man, an individual who had income, no fate. What was he going to do for this man? And I was convicted because I, I recognized that guy. I'm sorry. I need to understand that I must not be intimidated by the status of the world. I must not be intimidated by even some of the gifts and talents other people have. Like I have my own. My leader, the reason I'm saying don't be afraid is because if you're listening to this right now, one thing I know about you is you're a leader who has been ordained to do certain things phenomenal. And it's been given to you for a reason. Somebody needs it. and It needs to be coming from you. Why? Because you won't be doing it alone. If you're a leader, one thing is on this fake platform, that means you... You're walking with Jesus. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. You have a God that's always with you. He's not going anywhere. God wants to literally help you. Once you decide that you're going to do what you are called to do. Don't, don't be intimidated. Yes, there's times to ask for backup and help and support. But there's some things. That you are just supposed to do. Because God is vesseling it through you. You know, intimate moments like that. He didn't need nobody else kind of even hearing like some of the stuff he was going through. You know, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was heavy. But I just got so excited of seeing this, this millionaire that I just thought, hey, you know, forget the personal stuff you telling me. Like, this guy right here, I know he's going to fire you up. I've seen his social media. I seen all that. I see him getting money. He he pulled up to the Barnes and Noble. He in a G wagon. I see him with his two sons. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. He just came back from a billionaire, like summit conference. Like he has wisdom and knowledge, and I reckon that all of that at that moment was futile because. This man left Barnes and Nobles confused. Even though I gave him my card, I never got I heard from him again. And I, I know I would have heard from him had I just took the one-on-one situation. God has showed me after that point, never worry about a person's status. Never worry about a person's income. Never worry about how higher somebody is than you in something. When I've called you to do it, I've called you to do it, which makes you the highest point of authority. The first response, the one who can, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And, and when it's fear that's operating in you not doing something, that's more so when to call on God because that fear just makes us seem so small. Like there's a lot of things, my leaders, we don't know how to do, you know, there's a lot of things we just do not, but we're not called to be afraid. We're just not. 
there's things that you do, my leader, that nobody else can. Uh, a few podcasts ago, I did the "You Are Not Useless," and we got we went deep on the "You Are Not Useless." I love that podcast, and it's ironic that we're on "Don't Be Afraid" today because we're getting into a season where, you know, we're slowly opening up the the world is slowly opening up with Corona at this point in time. As I'm doing this podcast, is you know, what they say is still increasing. We're at a time where we're going to be called to do things that we typically wouldn't do. But you're the answer. Like, the reason I get so excited, especially for my leader that's tuned in, that's taking that time to tune into leadership. Something's wrong with you, first and foremost, because <laughs> you're tuning into leadership. Um Something's wrong with me because I'm recording this at 2 a.m. in the morning. But I get excited because somebody that's tuned into leadership uh, regarding faith principles is like, you you have a role. You have a mission. You are here to do something phenomenal. Like, I don't know. I know what I've been doing, and I'm always surprised by what God makes me do. But I'm always surprised by what God is making other leaders do. Like, I'm like, God has you doing that? <laughs> Like, whoa, like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. God has you doing what? And you not scared? I see leaders, like I said, I talk to a lot of brick wall runners. But I'm also fortunate to talk to a lot of leaders before they recognize the leader in them. You know? Before they recognize the leader in them. And it's like, dang. There was one person a while back on my on my IG. Um, literally, I was growing my IG. And there was a woman who, she just said, I don't consider myself a leader. And I said, why? And she told me her reason, and it just didn't add up. You know, because we come in this world, and we just feel like if we're not the, the teacher in the room, we don't have no leadership in us. If I'm not the principal of the of the of the school, the dean, like I, there's no leader. I'm not a leader. If I'm not the policeman, I'm not. I'm not a leader. You know what I mean? It's all of these these ideas outside of the word of what a leader is. If you are tuned in today, I, I want you to know you're a leader. You ain't got to be the king of Egypt. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. No, we have a king. We have a king. His name is Jesus Christ. But we have roles that we're called to walk into and not bring another like individual who is highly successful in this world to do something you're supposed to be doing. You know how you know how gifted you are? Let's just keep it real. Holy Spirit, let me speak. You know how gifted you are? Think about it. Who else would God want to use at this season? Like, who else? He would use somebody who is building their leadership. You have the character. Yeah, there's days you fall short to sin. All right? But you still have the heart that wants to overcome sin, that wants to go towards deliverance. 
Like he's gonna give it to you because you can actually handle it. Because you're going to God. God can't give a task that is not being fueled by his Holy Spirit. That task is way far too big. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's far too big. I don't care how many, how many zeros you got in your bank account. When we're in the, in the business of healing people, this is first and foremost a spiritual space. We talking about connecting with people's spirits. This is this is a spiritual space. We tapping into the spirit, and that's why a lot of times people connect with you because they connect with your spirit first. They like I don't know what's so special about this person, but they feel that spiritual connection. Even if people are not walking with God, they know something's different about you because you're not just connected to them from the physical. You're right. The mental stimulation is not like you. You're talking in this law jargon or this Harvard University jargon. You know, just to name a few, right? Um, not to be stereotypical, but I'm saying it's like it's not this overly pumped up, freaking, really boisterous level of depth in your vocabulary. You know, you're not trying to manipulate and win somebody over by the decadence of your words. You know what I mean? Look, look what I just did for the past 30 minutes. I hope y'all love those wordplay. You know, <laughs> you're not trying to win people over like that. You're, you're literally winning people over by your spirit. <laughs> by your spirit. Your spirit is so connected with God that it's, it's, just, it's just healing people. It's just slapping people in the face left to right. They just want your spirit. They want your energy. You know, they want your spirit. And that's why you have the ability. <laughs> you have the authority. The Holy Spirit. I didn't know where this message was going today because I thought I was about to talk about what I opened up this message with. But Lord is showing me to give you prime examples of experiences. You know, just so y'all can really connect with the story in your life. Like, when has there been... You know, let me know. You know, send me an email at jajaglobal at gmail.com. Um, when has there been a time in your life where you've given somebody else a role of responsibility that was supposed to be yours? You know what I mean? Like, let me know. Let me know. I would like to know the story. When is the time? Like, you knew you could think about it. You knew immediately, like, ah, I was supposed to do it. And not because you're a perfectionist and nothing like that. It's just the conviction of the Holy Spirit will always tell you, like, no, that's that's for you. That's your assignment. Right? This person has a whole nother assignment, a whole nother mission. But that one right there, that's yours. And if you do that, somebody else is going to be saved. Somebody else is going to be healed. And you're going to get a breakthrough. And so I just want to encourage you, my leader, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to do things only you can do. Like, you do them phenomenal for a reason. Um, the Holy Spirit, God, thus said the Lord, speaking to Jeremiah, like, don't say you're a child. You know, be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. So, my ladies, let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name for 
just us allowing each other to to talk about things of insecurities, Lord. Really, um, talking about insecurities is not easy. Um, talking about mess ups is not easy. And Father, we're just we're leaders that want to get things right. We don't do things perfect, but we want to get it right. And we ask God that you just show us, Father. Show us the way to do things right. Show us the way to do things correct. Give us the directions that we are yearning and seeking, Father. We just praise your name and we just thank you for everything you continue to do in our lives. We just thank you for guiding us, loving us, your mercy, Father, your level of grace. Even after we fall short, you still give us abundance. You know, you're feeding us. You have a roof over our head, clothes and garments over our skin, palates, um, goodness. Some of us got good, good tastes in food right now. And, they, you know, some of my leaders are eating so good. They're not eating like me, Lord. They're not eating that type of ramen. <laughs> Lord, I, I just ask that you continue to bless my leader financially. Release that money, that income. But, Father, more than anything, release their fate i mean open up the, the floodgates to what their fate can be allow them to see things that they've never seen before through fate and allow that to open up new realms of exploration for them father show them a power that they've never seen before a healing power a manifestation power right a deliverance power Ooh, a breakthrough power show them Reveal their spiritual power. Some of these, some of them speak in tongues. Some of them probably don't. You know, some of them encourages. Some of them probably teachers. You know, what is it? Father, show them. Show them. And Father, continue to work on our spirit, our fruits of the spirit. Right? We want to work on the fruits of the spirit. And um, Father, I make one personal request right now. Self-control for me. That's where my hands are up on self-control. Continue to help me with that. Um, but Father, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for my leaders. Cover them and their families. Um, but we thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you. And Father, we love you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. <laughs>